Hello. Welcome to Screen Streets. My name is Cameron, and I'm here with my pal, Joel. Hello, everybody. Hello, Joel. Um, what have you been doing lately? Tell me. Uh, well, I don't know. Last week, I told everyone how into Big Brother I am. Yes. And the, uh, the live feeds started up on, on Wednesday night, and they've been pretty insane. Like, I haven't been able to take my eyes off it too much. So, yeah, that's what I've been basically doing the last few days. I watched Beverly Hills Cop last night, though. Oh, that's a classic. It is. It's like one of those movies, like, from my childhood, like, that was on HBO a lot. Yeah. And, like, I would just, from that 10-minute opening sequence of him with the cigarette truck and the car chase, like, if I see that scene, like, I'm in for the rest of the movie. Like, you got me. It's one of those movies that, yeah, if it's on, you watch it. Yeah. It's like that and Shawshank Redemption. Sure. It's just like, it's just, that's one, it's just those movies. It's like, I've probably seen so many times and maybe not all the way through every time, but every time you catch a piece of it, you're like, oh, this is what I'm doing for a little while. Yeah. I remember a lot of people were always arguing when I was growing up, like, what's better, Beverly Hills Cop or like uh, Coming to America? And for me, it was never even close. I mean, yeah. I like Coming to America. Okay, but. I'm a Beverly Hills Cop guy through and through. Beverly Hills Cop is the jam. I will even take Beverly Hills Cop 2 over Coming to America. I'll agree with you. I guess I, I guess we'll draw the line at 3. <laughs> yeah, three, so I won't take 3 over almost anything. That was yeah. an abortion. That was not great. This is not the best. <clears throat> so, uh... We're going to take a break after this week, just so everybody knows. I won't be able to watch anything since I'm going to be going on a little vacation. Right on. Taking myself a little vacation. I'm on vacation right now. Technically. And I I wish you well on your vacation. I wish you fair weather, whatever the bon voyage, you know. Yeah, going to the beautiful mountainous region of Montana. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how that. We'll see how that goes. Um, so you just been watching Big Brother primarily. Primarily, like it's been kind of consuming my life again. Yeah, been watching a ton of Luca because my kids watch that movie over and over again, and I feel bad for when I did that to my parents. Now, like there was movies I would watch a million times, and now I'm like, I don't. I'm over that. Yeah. It's not fun. I don't know. I told myself I was going to kind of take it easy on Big Brother this year. And then like out of nowhere, like the first three days of the season, like this is one of the better seasons I've ever watched in three days. Well, I saw the first episode and I didn't see any live feeds. Yeah, You should check him once in a while because something nutty will be going on. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so that's what's up with me. All right. Sounds good. Joel, should we get to word on the street? You bet. All right. Word on the street. First off, we have a, a couple of 
death sadly to report of uh, we got Richard Donner and yeah. uh, Robert Downey Sr. who were uh, 91 and 85 respectively. So they were old. They made it. They made it quite a while. You bet. Richard Donner made some awesome movies. Yeah, he directed Superman, Lethal Weapon, and The Goonies. So yeah, he, <laughs> he had a lot to do with my childhood. Yeah, I think people. I mean, I, maybe it's not the best time to say it, but I, I, I'm not a big fan of those the the first Superman movie, and I feel like people that say they are. Come on, watch it again. Not a great movie, but when, sorry. When Richard it was Donner. when it was what it was when I was like six years old or whatever, I thought it was pretty fucking cool. Maybe, but I can now look back objectively and be like, "This isn't that cool." <laughs> yeah, but I remember absolutely thinking that as a kid. But he made a Lethal Weapon. That's huge. Lethal Weapon, great movie. And uh, Robert Downey Sr., he made Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Yeah. That he did. We, thank, we thank you for, for your consummation with a lovely young woman. Yeah. That led, that led to that. Yeah. Gave us RDJ and uh, the MCU. So it traces back to this old man. Rest in peace. All right. Rest in peace, sir. Um, word on the street. Uh, YouTuber Chris Stuckman is directing a horror film about paranormal missing investigators called Shelby Oaks. Uh, he's a fairly popular YouTube reviewer. He's not my favorite, but... No, I know who he is. He's not my favorite. He can come across a little weird sometimes. Um, he's actually but... one of my least favorite. But he did do an interesting video, I think, earlier this year that kind of it made a lot of sense as to why he might be weird. It's because he's like an ex Jehovah's Witness, like hardcore, apparently. Hmm. Like, grew up that until he was like making YouTube videos already. And, and his church was like, the fuck is this shit, dude? We don't talk about movies. So. I thought it was kind of interesting, even if I'm not the biggest fan. It's uh, it's, it's cool to see a guy pursuing his dream. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's not my guy. <laughs> he's not your guy. Not really. Do, do you have a you have a YouTube reviewer guy? I mean, not really anymore because like now, like I'm the reviewer guy. Okay. So I, don't, I don't like to watch other people's movies. Like it was like when I was writing reviews. Like I never liked to look at reviews before I'd finished writing mine because I didn't want to accidentally hear what someone else wrote or what someone else said and like think I thought of it. Let and, like, it influence it, you. Yeah. So I just because I I fucking did that once. Like I don't remember what movie it was for, but I was like, what are people even saying about this movie? And then I like looked at one. I'm like, oh, that's a hell of a good point. And I'm like, that's not my point, though. I didn't think of that shit. Uh, yeah. At least you didn't, like, you know, just wholesale copy and paste whole no, reviews. No. We've, we've known people that have done that in the past, yeah. right? That's a thing that happens. That's weird. All right. Um, word on the street. <clears throat> uh, Greta Gerwig is to direct the Barbie movie with Margot Robbie and uh, Noam, uh, Noah Baumbach is co-writing with Greta yeah. Gerwig. 
that's weird. It's pretty weird, right? Is, <laughs> is it going to be some kind of like dark and sad Barbie? It's got to be some kind of Barbie. <laughs> Noah Bombag and Greta Gerwig. I, I mean, these are why Gerwig and Bombach would be like penned in to write like a G Bambi movie. Barbie is a weird oh, franchise. I, <laughs> I meant Barbie. Baby. You did say, man, it's okay. Yeah, it's a weird franchise to take on for these serious filmmakers. I don't know. Maybe it will be something completely out of the ordinary, some kind of existential Barbie movie. Let's see. I like Margot Robbie. I like her in things. Maybe it'll be like a Toy Story kind of Barbie where like the girl plays with her and she's like, in her just a prison of her own fucking body, her shell. Like she's just screaming inside while the girl's like playing with her. I don't know. That is dark. So, that's dark shit you're thinking of, brother. That's that's fucking Noah Bombach. You're thinking of Toy Story if it was really uncool. Yeah. I haven't really seen many Noah Bombach movies that haven't left me going like well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah yeah alright uh, word on the street uh, Scream 5 has wrapped filming which is confusingly titled Scream, Scream. yeah how the hell wh- what nobody calls I mean it's really confusing when they do this man I know why do they ha- I'm what other you, movie you were about to say no one does this and i'm like I, I could tell you no i was thinking what other movies have done this there's there's a few there's a few and it's just like it's not it's not a cool thing to do not really like it's it's dumb like god like the fast and the furious franchise alone like just say the name of one of them someone will be like i don't know which one that is well, I will because I'm a super fan. Yeah, it like, was. Com- do you want to watch was- the Fast and the Furious or Fast or and Fast Furious? and? <laughs> yeah, that's the difference between one and four. But the rest all have you know, either numbers or something in their title. Beyond those, yeah. So anyway, but that's one example that pissed me off. I'm like, you're just calling this one Fast and Furious. But anyway, Scream. It has uh, Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox returning, so we'll see. I don't. I don't think I even ever saw the fourth one. So I like the fourth one better than I like the third one. Really? I haven't. I don't. I think I never saw the fourth one, and it's been a long time since I watched those movies. I was a big fan of the first Scream, like a yes. lot. Went back in the day. Well, Scream Four was fun. I had a big thing for Rose McGowan in the first Scream. Oh yeah, she was she was cool, but she died. She did. That's what that's what happens in Screams. Uh, speaking of screaming, screaming. Uh, word on the street: Bill Cosby was released from prison, and uh, oh, yeah. he announces that he's making a five-part docu series. He's writing a book, and he plans to return to stand-up. So this guy. Is keeping busy here. I don't even. I don't have the words, man. Yeah, 
Like, you're not. You're not. You're. You don't want to see this. This documentary. The. Not really. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I'd love to see it. Like to see what his fucking take on it is. Like he literally admitted to raping a bunch of women, refused to show remorse for it. When the fucking judge was like, "Hey, if you go through this program, like I'll get you out of here quicker." He's like, "I'd rather serve two of my sentences than do this shit." No, well, that's because for what I did. He didn't say he wasn't sorry for. He said he didn't do it. Remember? And he's saying that he only said he did it because they promised him immunity and then went back on their words. So he had to maintain his innocence. His whole thing. Oh yeah, I think he did it. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure. It's like that. Uh, that Chappelle joke where where you start off like there's no way, and then like by the end you're like, ah, I bet he only raped like twelve of these women. <laughs> I mean, there are so many accusers. It's pretty uncool. Yeah, pretty uncool guy. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I don't know what to say about him. Like, good for you, Bill, making a making you the most out of this situation. You can say like bad for you because you know it's bad for him. <laughs> Yeah. He's. I think he's bad. I don't approve of Bill Cosby anymore, which is, which is a weird thing because well, he was a wholesome guy growing up. To be clear, that was a very sarcastic "good for you." Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you okay? I'm good. You coughed. I sure okay. did. You don't have COVID. I do not. I don't want to give the listeners COVID. Might not be the last cough, though. That kind of a case of the cough today. All right. Finally, for Word on the Street, we have our Get Hype Trailer Talk segment. Uh, first off, I'm not sure if you watched this, actually. That's the one I don't think I sent you. Uh, did you see the doc- the trailer for the documentary Val about Val Kilmer? No. Looks kind of interesting. I mean, apparently Isn't this dude... by him, though? Yeah. I'm always skeptical of those. Oh, I'm skeptical. I mean, yeah. From a lot of accounts, Val Kilmer's like a dick to work with. Like a big prima donna and uh, just especially in the 90s, just extremely uh, just hard to work with. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that's going to show in this documentary. But it just shows that this dude's he's like ever since he was like a teenager he bought a camera and just recorded all all of these behind the scenes things that look pretty interesting like you see him with a uh, young Kevin Bacon and and then on with Tom Cruise like on the set of Top Gun and stuff so, so you might like see a, some a larger scale version of that that Paget Brewster or not Paget Brewster uh, Punk, what's Punky Brewster's Soleil Moon Fry yeah, yeah. Like her, uh, did you ever watch her little documentary of all her found footage from the years? I think I started it and didn't finish it. Okay. It's on Hulu, right? Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. This sounds like just like a more, more star heavy version of that. Maybe a little bit. It looks like it's going to be kind of sad, though, because I mean, the dude, I don't, have you seen Val Kilmer lately? Yeah. I mean, fucking. Her documentary is pretty sad too. Have you seen Jonathan Brandis lately? No, but does he have throat cancer and can barely talk? He can't I mean... talk at all anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that is sad. 
that is sad. We gotta say. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, trailer talk. This is just kind of for me because I've been a fan lately. The new the new uh, trailer for the ne- next season of Miracle Workers came out. This time it's called Miracle Workers Oregon Trail, and it, it's just a fun series. It's a really fun yeah, it series. That's a good Anybody who hasn't seen it, it's like uh, Steve Buscemi and Daniel Radcliffe. And then in each season, it's a totally different thing. Like the first season takes place in heaven. The second is in like the dark ages. And now it looks like they're on the Oregon Trail. And it's just a fun show. Buscemi is fantastic in it. Yeah. Like I I don't really know what to say about the trailer. It looks like more miracle workers, but they're on the Oregon Trail now. Yeah, just really funny, funny stuff. Funny. You stuff. watched? I agree. You watched uh, like the first episode, right? And you said you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. We have so much, so much stuff to watch. It's hard to get to all these shows it's that are absolutely absurd. How many things are like on my watch list? Yeah. We're talking like in the like multiple hundreds. Yep, it's. It's a little overwhelming sometimes. So, yeah, so all right. I give, I give a thumbs up to anyone looking to check that show out, though. It's on HBO Max. Yeah, Miracle Workers. Uh, next up, we have Disney's Encanto. What did you think of this one, Joel? I really liked it. It was like a, like a Mexican kind of flair, like a Mexican culture. No, I mean, it was just like a the story about this girl who like doesn't have the powers that her family does. And they're like trying to make her feel better about it. And she just feels like a dork. Yeah. By the end, she'll find her own special power or whatever. Cause it's a Disney movie. I'm saying the, the film has a very, a cool Hispanic flair, kind of like Coco, which is one of my favorite movies. Right on. And, uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to have original music by Lin-Manuel Miranda. So that guy's all over. Lately. I think that's like one of the things that hooked me to it, too, is like Moana was with his music, too. And I really like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you mention it, it's, it is interesting to note that like the last three Disney animation studios pictures yeah. have all featured like a girl of a different culture. Like it's it was cool. Like Moana with the Polynesian culture and then Raya and the last dragon with like the Mexican or not Mexican, a Japanese culture. Yeah. And then now you got like Colombian, I think. Is it Colombian? That's what I read. Oh, okay. But, That's, uh, yeah. yeah. So it's it looks cool. cool. It's kind of a cool little track. Disney's going down after making, white happy movies for decades and decades yeah all right and uh finally for trailer talk we have marvel's what if uh this just looks like it takes like things crazy ideas in the marvel universe and just like make it totally random and it looks awesome like it's like what if black panther was star lord or something and what if it's fucking incredible. Like, I can't wait to see it. It's, it's like, such it's a cool like, idea. If you're a Marvel fan, just like, what if we just threw whatever together? And how does that look for you? 
Yeah. Like, and towards the end, I thought it was like a, a pairing of like the Black Panther and Yondu. I'm like, that's, that's what I, yeah. Not a duo I ever thought I'd see. And it's like uh, Killmonger shows up and saves Tony Stark. And it's like they're a team. Should be interesting, man. Should be, <laughs> it should be wild. It looks hella, I mean, the idea is hella cool. And then the animation is, it looks like some crazy, like, I know we always, we're like kind of animation fans, but it's like, I don't even know what that is. It's like super realism with crazy CGI stuff like going on. Cell shading. With cell shading. It's a hella cool looking thing. Yeah, it does look great. So I'm pretty excited for that one. I think they're doing good things over there at Marvel Studios. They, they've known what they're doing for quite a while. Yeah, we're fans. All right. So that will bring us to this week's Binge or Cringe. And this week we have Netflix, Netflix movie Somos. Uh, this is a show based on true offense, apparently, in a Mexican border town called Allende. And it's just these characters in this town as the cartel activity is kind of closing in around them. Uh, what do you think about this show so far, Joel? I really liked it. Yeah, me too. Dude, I, I really liked it. I expected something different. I expected me too. like a show about like like especially from the opening shot you just see all these dudes with like machine guns rolling into this town but like yeah. you never really see them like assaulting the town that much like it's all like more under the table kind of shady shit going on yeah like i expected full on this cartel to come run roughshod over a town and i just that wasn't what i got like i got like a kind of a sweet little tale about this town and its inhabitants and like what they do to survive yeah it's like a drama about the characters and uh yeah when i was with you when i first started i was like okay so this is going to be one of these shows and i was ready for it and then they started focusing on all these other characters and i'm like okay so when are we going to get to stuff that matters but then but then it's like eh, i start to like the characters like they endear the characters to you and and then stuff really starts to matter surrounding those characters. Yeah. It is uh, It is subtitle, if that's a problem for anybody. But it I watched... It is one of those cases where the subtitles piss me off because it doesn't match the dubbing. Oh, you watched the dubbed version? I didn't. No, 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 no. I mean... Oh, I'm thinking of Dynasty Warriors. I was thinking ahead. Yes, sorry. No, don't think ahead. Uh, that, yeah, don't okay. think of that. We're on Somos. Sorry. Somos. Yeah, well, it was not dubbed. My bad. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you can get it dubbed. Maybe you can, but I, I don't. I prefer it this way anyway. And yeah, I just I thought it was really really good. And uh, how many you watched two? I watched four. Oh shit! Really? And you yeah. went ahead. So I'm I'm gonna guess that you're a binge because binge like like well the second episode ended with that kid getting yeah. the shit knocked out of him in the prison. Man. Like, I need to see where this goes. Poor Paquito, man. Yeah. <laughs> he Jesus, did not Christ. have a good day. 
Yeah. And it was so spooky because it was like you couldn't see the beatdown. It was filmed through the fucking window of this doctor's office who just like gave him a weird ass physical and sent him in this room just to get instantly devoured and beaten upon. And you saw it like as the doctor was just walking around his office while dudes getting slammed up against the window and blood splatter. And I was like, this is intense. He shook his head like he didn't quite approve the doctor. Like he's a lot there. That was a, that was an intense scene for me. And I'm like, I need to see like, if this kid's going to be all right. (laughs) So I went to the next episode. Okay. Don't spoil it. I won't. I want. I think I'm gonna. Yeah, this is a binge for me too, because it is. It's just. It's just good, man. Yeah, like it was. It was just like a slim pickings week. Like I couldn't find much new, and I'm like, there's this new foreign language drama. Let's check that out. Good choice, man. Yeah, ended up being really good. Somos is one I'd highly recommend. It's not like. It's not like Narcos. That's what I was expecting it to be more like Narcos. And uh, it's just more of a drama about these, these characters. Yes. And uh, that's, that's cool, man. Yeah, like I started, like you said, just to really start to care about these characters. Like to the yeah. point where like the the cartel was like second of my thoughts. Like they came secondhand and I was like worried about what's going to happen to the lady with the fucking hot dog cart. <laughs> the mother-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. And she was just pissed off and he fucking went off to get a job. And it like reminded me of that, uh, <laughs> fucking Chappelle show sketch, not to bring it back to Chappelle's show, but like, when like Calvin gets a job at McDonald's, and like he just he went out and he's like that that uh car guy is like yeah I'll come back next week I'll find something for you and he's like fuck I got a job and I yeah just imagine him walking home everyone's like way to go Calvin <laughs> like, you got yourself a job looking good young blood and then he just eventually it's like I I hate my life because I'm getting beaten and raped. I'm like that went, I went downhill quickly for Calvin. Yeah, that was a little. That was a that was a downer. That was a downer. So, mm-hmm. all right, double double binge. Double binge. Okay, that will bring us to Main Street. Uh, Joel, our first film of Main Street. It's going to be Dynasty Warriors, and I want you to give the summary on this movie. There's no point, really. No, Joel. I, could, I couldn't if I tried. Hey, no, no, no. Any I, of their names. No, okay. Well, you need to break down all of their names and their roles and exactly what happened in this movie. I don't have to leave you on your own if that's what you need from me. You're the one who said. Hey, let's watch Dynasty Warriors. So now I need you to make this right. Why is every bad movie that happens just on me? Like, I want them all to be good. You could have picked other movies. There's so many other movies, but you picked Dynasty Warriors. And Joel, I have one note. I have one note. 
says Dynasty Warriors. Fuck you, Joel. All right. That's I mean, I don't know if that, harsh. this movie was awful, bro. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. I don't know. I uh, can I ask, like I'll I'll let everyone know that I grew up playing the Dynasty Warriors video games. Okay. Like when I was like in high school. Yeah. And I love them. Okay. What do you think of the movie, Joel? Like I love the games because it was like these sprawling like you can just be a warrior on horseback and lead your army across all these like cool terrains and Japanese lands to find another dynasty to destroy. And I, asked, yeah. I wanted to see that on screen. I wanted to see like these dynasties just bash into each other and start slaying. Okay, I guess maybe you saw some of that. Yeah, I didn't really get that though. Like there was a lot of like magic in this movie that wasn't really in the games. Yeah, there was a lot of shooting stuff. There was like fucking check out like I got the power of fire and I have the power of lightning and water. I'm like, that's not... They were not Power Rangers, man. They were not the Power... Or what, what? Captain Planet. They were not the Captain Planet's guys where it's just every element they have, like, the power of. I was like, yeah. Like, there was a whole scene that took place down in, like, a ravine where they were just all, like, swirling through the air and shooting fire and lightning at each other. And I'm like, this is not the game even a little bit. A, you can't get into any ravine to fight. And B, I couldn't do these moves. Like, I was stuck with my sword, and sometimes I could level it up to be a little more, like, whoosh, at the end of the fucking blade. But there were no, yeah. The only All right. Thing, the only thing, like, I really kind of, I was digging was the fucking... The scene where, like, the mighty, like, warrior is outside the dude's castle and he keeps sending his fucking... Oh, yeah. Until like, finally they send the one older brother guy. Yeah. Like, they just keep sending all of his best warriors out and he keeps, like, slicing their heads off back in through his castle window. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Uh, I enjoyed I'm, that scene. I guess maybe, yeah, that part was kind of cool. Like, the challenge. Um, I like that guy's sword. How it was big thick sword i guess i like a big thick sword yeah i've always known that about you yeah man but i mean other than that when we're talking about the magic and stuff and um joel how are the special effects do you think oh man they're bad (laughs) i I have no defense for that is this 1995's mortal Kombat? what is going on (laughs) this is a movie that just came out it was like as i like the first like the very first 10 minutes the first like battles happening i was like oh no yeah like, th- they don't have the cgi budget to render like four million guys so they have to make like one guy fly through the air all around himself and i'm like this sounds awful i, I don't like it I think but there was like there was that cool theme where the dude was on his horse and was like riding rooftop to rooftop on his horse. I'm like, horses can't do that. <laughs> this is cool. Is it? 
think it was in that very first battle, a guy jumps his horse over the crowd and something about it just looked so hilarious. It looked so bad. I know it wasn't good, dude, but like some nostalgia points were there for me. Okay. Is there like a character that you liked? How about the how about the guy in like the Chinese guy in brown face that had a big fake belly? No, that guy's not my favorite. Well, th- he would be my favorite. Why is he why is he wearing brown face, Joel? It's 2021. You can't do that. I don't know. I didn't make this movie. You can't do that, man. Okay. You can't. You're that's, right. That's... Then why is he your favorite? Uh, I like his pot belly. All right. They took a skinny guy and gave him like a pot belly. It was weird looking. Uh, my favorite was probably the, the guy who was, got paranoid and killed that whole family for no reason. Oh. And then like left the house and on his way back, he just, it's like, I'm sorry to tell you all your family's dead. And he's like, what the, what the fuck, man? We were making you dinner, bro. <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, well. You don't have to worry about it too long because I have to kill you now. <laughs> like, dirt, 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 dirt. guys on Which the one? ground. Was that the 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 general bad guy, or the, like the, the the commander bad guy? Because there's the big. F- Listen, the, the big fat the commander. Guy. Okay. The younger the, one. The big fat commander bad guy. His name was General Dong. That's the only reason I remember. Right on. It's Dong. I don't that's know, a, man. I give it like a funny two and a half. Because sometimes you call wieners dongs, and that's funny to me. You're four, okay? No, I'm not a. I'm not. I'm at a one point five. Okay. I'm not a four. I know you're saying though, which is America, the motion picture. This was a Netflix animated movie, and. It stars Channing Tatum as George Washington and uh, Will Forte as Abraham Lincoln. And there's plenty of other celebrity voices doing other historical characters. And this is a kind of a fictional, just a ridiculous, ridiculous version of the American Revolution with all kinds of wrong people from the wrong eras. And uh, I thought I thought it was pretty fun. What about you, Joel? I thought it was pretty fun, but like, I mean, it's just like a a vulgar take on the American Revolution. Yeah. It's just very like sexual and like gross out humor and just like frat boy humor. Like It's, it was. Like, it's like a Seth Rogen movie. It was, they took the, uh, the America fuck yes song from from uh, Team America and just turned it into a movie. Like pretty that's much, just... that's exactly what it is. That's I had that same thought. It's just funny. We went from Dynasty Warriors, this Chinese ridiculous movie, to this the most the most American movie I could think of. So ridiculous and over the top. I enjoyed Jason Manzukis. We got to see him again this week. Yeah, he got to. He got to be his kind of rowdy self. The more I like, yeah, he played Sam Adams as like a frat bro. Uh huh. And yeah, I mean, I thought it was just—it's not a deep movie. There's not much like 
if you're looking oh, yeah, for like, like there's if you're looking to this for like a history lesson like some little like facts or two like you're not gonna find it here yeah like, or it's not deep even in like like there's not like deep it's not clever comedy really it's just it's dumb comedy but it's fun it was fun i like the animation yeah the animation was cool I just felt like, I don't know, I would get tired of it after like 15 minutes or so. I felt like it would be like a good TV show or something. You know what I mean? Like cut yeah. up in chunks. Like I would stop it and yeah, come back. Like if, they, if they turn that into a TV show, just like a little 22 minute episode every week of like different eras of the American just life. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, you had Olivia Munn as Thomas Edison. As I like liked a, her. I thought she was good in it. Yeah, as like a female Thomas Edison. Uh, Bobby Moynihan. Science. Yeah, she scienced the shit out of everything. I forget who played Benedict Arnold, but he was. Oh, he was, was uh... There's a whole cast of characters uh, here. I know who it was. Andy Samberg. Oh dang! Nice. Yeah, uh, Bobby Moynihan was the horse guy. Yeah, I always uh, like him. Yeah, he's fun. He played. He plays it fun. So yeah, I would give this. I give this a recommendation. A little recommend. It's on Netflix, and it's just something fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's not a whole lot to delve into here. It's just like a very weird and vulgar take on George Washington and like his uprising. I was hoping for a little, cause you had Will Forte as Abraham Lincoln and Lord and Miller, like the guys who made clone high and Will Forte was Abraham Lincoln on clone high. I was hoping to be a little more clone high ish. Oh. Cause I was a huge fan of that show. It's not little... quite that level, but no, I feel you, but that's a little inside baseball. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. They were just like executive producers or something. But yeah, they made Clone High, and that was... That's on, uh, I think it's on Paramount Plus, if you ever... Yeah, I would no, recommend like, I, I never watched Clone High, really. I watched a couple episodes. I, I never knew Will Forte played Lincoln on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's Lincoln here. Yeah. You know my favorite, like my laugh out loud moment of the movie and it was such like a nothing gag that like it wasn't even vocal like no i laughed out loud was fucking washington was like laying over abraham lincoln as he was dying and the blood was just bursting out of him and just into (laughs) george washington's face and like he in the middle of the speech and every once in a while he'd just go like yeah like that made me laugh so fucking hard there was yeah there was lots of silly goofy things in there i enjoyed when they were at lincoln's uh funeral and like lin-manuel miranda was there as hamilton that was just (laughs) a funny little joke little background gag they had in there that made me laugh i'd give it like a like a I can't really give it I'll give it like a 6.5 like it was good but yeah, yeah. 
Um, not deep for me. I don't know. I hover probably the same. Like I hover around six, six point five. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. Uh, if you have Netflix, check it out. And um, so that'll bring us to our final film of the evening, which is Steven Soderbergh's latest movie on HBO Max and in theaters, uh, No Sudden Move. Uh, this movie stars Don Cheadle and Benicio Del Toro, among many others. Um, Joel, what, uh, what's, what's this movie like and what do you think of it? Why do you make me do like the fucking super twisty weird movies? Well, because I'm not smart enough. Hey, you went I, to college, I'm man. Not either. I don't know what the hell happened in this movie. I can give you, yeah. <laughs> like my, what I was going to say about this movie is that I liked it because I liked the actors and I liked the cinematography and I just liked watching it and watching them interact. Mm. But I never knew what the fuck was going on. It was like allies changed constantly, goals changed constantly, everyone's on a different mission all of a sudden. I'm like, what? Where? How? Yes. <laughs> like, I seriously, I, I was like, I don't know who's aligned with who at this moment. It all ended up being they're trying to protect the document from like major uh, car companies that yeah. emissions were ruining the earth and car companies were trying their best to keep that a secret for a while. And that just happened to involve these kind of lowly ish and higher ish and just went through all the different levels of criminals with yeah. Don Cheadle just out of just out of prison or something, and then you had your Benicio del Toro, a little more, a little more seasoned criminal, and just goes through. And you had people like Ray Liotta as a mob boss in there. I liked uh, David Harbor as the guy they were like squeezing. Yeah, like, David Harbor, the guy in the company. That, yeah, yeah, that they that kind of kicked started the whole thing. It was. Like, it, I I just don't know. Like I I like I enjoyed it. I can actually say I enjoyed it. Like every frame of the movie, I was like into it. But like every time a plot point changed, I was like, now I don't know anything. I'm like, I was following, and then you changed this one little thing, and I'm like, everything's different now. Like what the fuck. I think the actors were good, like you said, and I don't, I don't like to be this guy, but it's like when uh, you focus on one little thing that just kind of ruins a movie for you. But for me, it was the fisheye lens that just kept happening throughout this whole movie. Did you notice that there was like a fisheye lens they decided to shoot out of that would just make the screen go doop all the fucking time, and it would just didn't really bother me. It would just take me out. I'm like, I don't like, I don't like it. I didn't like the way it looked. I didn't like that choice in the least. Like, I can't even comment on it. Like, I don't remember it really. Like, it didn't affect me. It really turned me off. Made me feel bad. But other than that, yeah, there was the problem of, I mean, part of that was fun, not knowing what's going on. You're just kind of in this ride and you're like, 
wait a minute, they're they're allies again? They're not? <laughs> well, it's like every scene was just like... Them backstabbing like, oh, each other? Oh, so he's dead now. He shot him in the face. I thought they were friends. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, why did she shoot Benicio Del Toro in his face? She wanted to keep all the money. Yeah, but then she got shot in her face. No, she didn't get shot. The cops just took it. I thought she got shot. Julia Fox? No, no, no. The cops just pulled her over and took the took the money. I didn't think it was cops. I thought like I thought that was like people trailing him. And gave it back to uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon was in it, and he was. I thought Matt Damon's Matt Damon's small cameo was fantastic. I loved it. He's just pretty good. He's great. I love him and uh, John Hamm when John Hamm comes in as kind of like a sycophant late late yeah. in the movie. He's like, "Ah, oh, it's your money, boss." He's like, "Here's they they gave you more money because they <laughs> he ended up getting more money out of it than he was yeah, even gonna." Like, what the he's fuck? just like, oh, "Must have miscounted." <laughs> but hey, 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 chief, have one of those expensive bottles of liquor right there. <laughs> John Hamm oh, cracked. Yeah. His face when he told him that he's like, oh, yeah. I guess I'll take the that one. Like he's like, this one's really good. It's like super, like ninety bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I can't give you any money, but I can give you this like ninety dollar, really nice bottle of liquor. And he's like, like he had the visual representation of like, hi, I'm in Delaware. Like that was the look on his face, just like, yeah. what the fuck, really? Oh, I really, really enjoyed Bill Duke as like the black. I was, gonna, I was just gonna say if you recognized him, I did from from such movies as Predator. Predator, yeah. Like I saw him, and I, I I had to look it up. I'm like, is that who I think it is? And it was, yeah. Bill I'm Duke. Like, He's still around making movies. Killing it, man. I thought he was awesome in it. Yeah, he worked. I always like Bill Duke. I always remember him from whatever reason. I always remember him from his very, very tiny role in the movie Menace to Society. Have you seen that movie? I have. I don't remember his role. He's the cop. He's the cop when they come in and they're like interrogating him and he's like, you know, you you said you bought the bottle of beer at ten thirty, but now you're saying eleven. You know, you don't fucked up, don't you? You know, you fucked up. No, I, I need to watch that movie again. I remember liking it. That's just the thing that was a thing in my life for a while. Like, you know, you done fucked up, right? You know, you done fucked. We all had that. Like everybody <laughs> in the world has their own little weird movie quote that like only makes sense to them that they fucking tell people. Yeah, and they think it's hilarious. Like, like that. I just dropped. Hi, I'm in Delaware. I don't. Know, I think a lot of more people get that reference. But a lot more people than you probably think would. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, remember That's ours used. To, <laughs> ours used to be uh, Halle Berry from Monsters Ball. Like, oh can, god! And we were just typing it out. Can you make me feel good? And someone else was like, "Hey, it's Monsters Ball, Halle Berry." And you're like, "Jesus Christ, man." <laughs> call That's anyway cool. people are aware man anyway so uh, no sudden move um what would you give it joel start with um, you this time. 
it's a hard one. It is. I I enjoyed watching it, but like, it was a really messy movie. I agree. Just that there, it was like super stylish with like a thousand twists. (laughs) I'm like, I can't keep up with your twists. Yeah. Like everyone's just dying and getting shot, and I'm like, okay, so who's left standing here? All right. Um, I'd probably give it a, uh, like an eight. Oh, wow. That's a lot higher than me. I did. I like, I did enjoy it. Like I enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I see this. I'm I'm not saying these movies are like super comparable or anything, but I'm probably just going to give it a 6.5. Same as America, the motion picture. I don't know. I just. That fisheye lens, if you couldn't do it, the fisheye lens was really frustrating. The uh, the not knowing what was going on was frustrating. From I from any stupid, I thought you were going to be like, "How did you not know what's going on?" This to this to this this happened. Like I thought you were going to be all. I was, (laughs) you know, I was with it for a point, and then there was after like the third or fourth double cross i was just like okay i'm i'm lost i'm lost yeah i was with it through like all the david harbor stuff and then plans go awry don Cheadle and benicio del toro they they backstab each other like five times in this movie man <laughs> and yeah. you're like and you're like but then they keep ending up back like in each other's like company doing stuff together and i'm like this come on guys this isn't working for one of them to shoot the other one yeah yeah but anyway that's on hbo max right now yes sir and uh you probably check it out it's a it's a steven soderbergh major film release so yeah give it a whirl give it a whirl all right, Joel. Do you have any? Do you have any parting thoughts this week? Um, I do not. Do okay, you, Cameron. Well, I know at the beginning of the podcast I mentioned that we'd be off a week. Um, full disclosure: <laughs> this part of the podcast is being recorded a week later, so that's um that already happened. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> so we're so we're good to go for next week. Hopefully, fingers crossed. All right, bud. And uh, thanks for listening.